Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome to my show Journey into an Unknown World. I've been doing this show for a long time now. I'm very grateful to Web Talk Radio for hosting me and I'm very grateful for everyone who's been listening to the show for over two years. And of course, I'm exceedingly grateful to anyone that's been to iTunes and downloaded all the shows. I've had a few letters from some of my listeners and I must say I really really appreciate that. If anyone listening today feels inclined to write to me and let me know your views on the show I would so much appreciate it. My address is drmargaretrvc at gmail.com so if you'd like to write to me about the show or you have some suggestions of some topics that you'd like me to talk on then I would be exceedingly pleased to hear from you. So don't let your shyness or any of your reasons that you might rationalize that I might not be interested in you and so on, don't let them get in the way. Write to me because I want to hear from you. This is not a call-in show. I deliberately made it that way so that I could um, just speak for half an hour and share some of the knowledge and some of the wisdom that I have, things that I've picked up through the years in my own life or some of the things I teach my students and I do teach all over the world. And by the way, if you would like me to come to your country and teach you something like crystal acupuncture or pterogram therapy or even psychic development, something strange and unusual, don't hesitate. Write to me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com and let me know because I love traveling and I love teaching people. I teach in many different languages. So I always have an interpreter, so we get along fine. Okay, let's come back to what I'd like to talk to today. I'd like to talk about gossip and hearsay. I know that most of you will say, well, I don't really listen to gossip and I don't believe in hearsay. Well, I'd like to tell you that I'm afraid my point of view, I don't know what your point of view is, and again, I'd like to hear from you if you have some points of view on this. My point of view is that we are worse than ever in listening to gossip and we do in many ways believe hearsay. And I'm going to give you some examples of this from history as well as some of the things that are happening today. Let's go back to a dark time. Let's go back to the dark ages. Okay, let's set the picture here a little bit. There's an economical shift in Europe. We've got Spain, Portugal, We've got Italy, we've got Europe, we've got England fighting for supremacy in a time when the church wants to keep control over all these countries, including the kings and queens of those countries. And so what better way to control everyone than to invent the idea from the church that they are going to come out into all four corners of the world to kill off anyone who might remotely not be a Catholic. Now, 
what does Catholic mean, really? It's not a word that we really question. We're either a Catholic or, a, you know, we're a Mormon or we're a, you know, Baptist or something. We're all at these subdivisions of Christian faith today. But back in those days, there wasn't a choice. You were a Catholic. And if you weren't a Catholic, you were a heathen. And if you weren't either, you must be a witch or a warlock or even worse, a phantom, or even worse still, a Dracula, a vampire, or a werewolf. Yet, in those days, people believed in those things. They weren't just movies, they were real to them. So nobody wanted to be out after dark because they had learned in their religion that after dark, the Goonies are about and they're going to get you. Do you know why people say bless you when you sneeze? It's not just a saying, you know. It came out of the old idea that you have orifices in your body. Obviously, you can see the ones in your nose. You know your eyes are soft and they go into your skull. You know you have ear holes and you have holes down below in your private parts. Even your belly button was considered a hole. So anywhere that could be slightly open during the night time was going to be a golden opportunity for some earthbound evil entity to enter your body and possess it. And in possessing it, control you so that when you wake up in the morning you're not your usual self you're acting out of character you're looking odd strange maybe you have a negative angry face and you're snarling and snapping and maybe you're angry maybe you have lots of problems but to the locals you're possessed you've got the devil in you and so they would go running off to the local priest to tell him, hey, Mr. So-and-so or Miss So-and-so is acting out of character. They must be possessed. They must have the devil in them. They must be talking to vampires and werewolves and such like. People were that suspicious and that afraid. So they were quick to hug their rosaries, cross their bodies, and pray very hard for the angels to appear in the form of someone who would clean up the mess in their local visit village. And of course, it wasn't long before the Catholic Church thought, aha, this is going to give us a golden opportunity to turn all these people who are suspicious into good Catholics so that the church can have more power. So we will develop the idea that there are certain priests who are going to go out and do exorcisms. And they're going to frighten the life out of the people who are possessed and scare the pants off the earthbound spirit or evil entity that's controlling the human, get them out, get rid of them, and save everybody and save the Catholic faith. And in the same way, save themselves from being destroyed 
by all the countries that were wanting to break away from the church at that time. And yes, there were quite a few who had their own reasons, including England, who absolutely did not want to belong to the Church of Rome. So here we have a very bad situation where hundreds of thousands of people were in some way tortured, burned, killed in the supposed idea that they were either witches or warlocks, had evil entities in their bodies, were possessed by some devil and so on. Unfortunately, it not only spread throughout Europe, it went into Russia, it went into Americas, it went into the islands of the world, it even went into Africa, India, and China, and so on. The world was swept by the idea that everyone in the world was possessed in some way. So gossip was rampant. Neighbours were talking to neighbours. Did you see Mrs. Jones or Mr. Wolensky? He was acting strange. He must have the devil in him. And then that neighbour would go and tell another neighbour, oh, Did you know Mr. Wolensky is not only possessed by the devil, but there's four others with him? And before you knew where it was, Poor Mr. Wilensky, who just has pain in his leg and looks miserable today, is suddenly the proud possessor of 24 evil spirits who are controlling him. And along comes the priest and says, You are troubled, my son. Confess your sins. Admit you're possessed by 24 evil spirits. And I'll help you go to heaven by burning you at the stake or drowning you. Because if you survive, you know, we know the spirit has controlled your body, so you are absolutely possessed. And people talked. And the more people talked, the more afraid people became, until suddenly the world was in terror. Yes, it was a form of terror. The world was terrorized by the idea that evil entities were possessing everyone. And if you weren't, if you were some innocent, that you might well hear the voices of God telling you that you're innocent. And then what? Are you really innocent? Or is it a spirit that's playing games with you, pretending that they're an angel when they're not? So who could you believe? You couldn't even believe yourself. So people were full of self-doubt. They were afraid to live in their homes. They were afraid to leave their villages. They were afraid to trust their squires and knights. They were afraid to allow anyone to be a friend. It was a sad time. It was the dark ages. Now you may be wondering why am I talking about such a long time ago when terror was rampant and people were so afraid. Or maybe you should see the same pattern today. Are you afraid? Are you listening to your neighbors who are telling you that certain people who are in power are going to control you and take away your home and your family? Are you afraid that 
the people who represent you are not telling you the truth. Yes, here we are again in a new age with terror amongst us. And daily we talk, we gossip. Did you hear the news today on the television? Did you hear the news that Mrs. Jones up the road told us when we were in the shopping mall? Did you hear in the newspaper or read somewhere that so-and-so did such and such and you gossip away? Really? No, I didn't know that. What else do you know? Well, I read, I heard, I saw, and what's more, I think I know why. Here's my point of view. And you start talking about it. I believe this. I believe those things I've read. I believe those people that told me those things. And I'm adding my two pence worth of my opinions. And of course, you think you've had a good conversation. But what's happened to your friend? They've gone home to their family and they're saying, did you know I met so-and-so today and he, she told me that this and this was on CNN or news and in the papers and so-and-so's done such and such and before you know where it is, you've become part of the gossip chain. You're believing whatever someone tells you and in no time at all You've added your two pence worth to that story and told someone else. Hearsay has passed from mouth to mouth, ear to ear. That's why it's called hearsay. Okay? Now, I'd like you to stop for a minute and take a deep breath and think about this. What about your life? Have people been talking about you? I know years ago when I was living in California, someone told someone else that I'd been bad-mouthing them. That means saying bad remarks about someone. At the time when the news came back to me, I the first thing out of my mouth is, who is that someone I'm supposed to be bad-mouthing because I've never heard their name, I've never seen them, I don't know who they are. Later someone told me who they were and I found out they'd replaced me in a job that I'd been having where I'd been the teacher. One of the staff there had spread this simple story to my replacement saying that I didn't like her and added a whole bunch of information which I had never said. And all my students who'd been following me suddenly quit following the new teacher because of the hearsay. Well, of course, as soon as I knew what was going on, I went and faced the culprit, told them off, found the person who was the victim, and told her I'd never said such a thing, called all my students and told them, hey, this woman is a marvelous teacher, go back and take her classes because she's good. And everything went back to normal. And the stormonger, the person who started the story, she got fired. She got her just rewards. Well. Don't we want to have that kind of thing going on in our life today? Don't we want to have people admitting that they've been gossiping, carrying hearsay? 
At this point, I'd like to remind you that I have my book, The Rejection Syndrome, which talks about the soul coding and how we are intellectually and emotionally programmed to learn everything. So stop and think for a minute. How much have you learned to gossip from other people in your town, from your siblings, or your mother and father, or grandmother and father? Because yes, they were gossiping. After all, isn't that what life's about? Gossip about someone, have some fun, laugh at the expense of someone else. And what about the politics of life? The standards, the morals, the ethic codes, all those things that we were taught to believe in. Well, it seems like gossip throws those things out the window. Never mind if it's true or not. You see, gossip gets attention. So if we tell a story, our neighbor and the friends up the road, they're going to pay more attention to us. We won't feel so lonely. We won't feel so isolated. We'll feel like we're part of a group. But what group? Who is the group? Is it the right group? Maybe it's a cult. Maybe they're telling you falsehoods just so you'll join. Maybe it's some political organization and they're asking you to join them so they're telling you lots of stories too. How do you know? How do you know what's the truth? In my book, The Way to Oneness, and in all my other books that I've written, I always talk about self-worth, self-esteem, and self-value. Self-worth is about looking at how you have learned, studied. Stop and think, are you losing it? by gossiping, or are you really using your intelligence, your sense of all that you've learned, to really weigh the pros and cons of a situation before you start gossiping? Are you in a position to say that's not true, if you are really intelligently looking, and stand up to that gossip and say, I won't take part of it, or I'll actually stand up and proclaim the truth. What about your time? Your time is valuable. Have you really got all the time in the world to stand on a street corner or in a market chatting about Mrs. X and Mr. Y just because you want to gossip? I personally don't have that kind of time. And if someone comes up to me and tells me Miss or Mr. So-and-so is doing something, I usually say, I'm sorry that that's going on. I don't know anything about it. But, you know, if you hear more that's true, do tell me and walk away. Because I don't want to carry that story any further. It stops with me. Yes. Can you be the break on gossip? Can you help people to understand that what they hear and what they embellish and what they say is actually spoiling an original story. I don't want to be a political person. I've never wanted to be involved in the political network. I still don't. But I will tell you, during this year, I have heard so many strange stories coming out of all these people's mouths on the television that I've actually got to a point where <laughs> I'm switching it off.
because I don't want to hear all those strange and unusual stories that sound ridiculous when they start. My intelligence is higher than that. I don't want to believe strange and stupid stories. I want to believe my intuition, my instinct, my awareness of life and the real causes and effects of the way people interact. Again, if you have a problem, do write to me. I'll give you free advice for 15 minutes. I'm doing this for a couple of months so that I can help people out because this is a strange time. So write to me, Dr. Margaret, RVC at Gmail, and I'll answer your question. I'll do it with an audio response. So you'll be able to listen to my voice just as you are listening to this show. I'd also like to remind you that I have a website, www.sumariscenter.com, that's S for sugar, U-M-A-R-I-S-C-E-N-T-E-R.com, where you can go and find out all about the things that I and my husband do. We are metaphysicians. We help people emotionally, mentally, physically and spiritually to overcome their pain, their anger, their fear, their guilt and so much more. So if you're suffering and if you're finding that pills and gossiping and hearsay is destroying your life, get back to me. Ask me a question and I'll tell you no lies. So let's get back to gossip. Another aspect of gossip is that it is very soul-destroying for the person who is the center of the target. Here's another example, bullying. I saw a young child who was recently in school. Um, They had a bit of a limp. It wasn't anything that could be stopped. It was natal. They were born with it. And most of the children were okay with that until one child decided to pick on him and call him names. The next thing, he had a gang of kids with him who were also joining in calling the kid names. Next thing we know, the kid is running home crying. By saying running, he could sort of limp run. But for him, it's running home to his mom, who was very upset and came to me with questions. What can I do for my son? Now, of course, the first thing one wants to say is bullying must be stopped as gossiping must be stopped. A child can make fun of the most stupid, silly things. And I'm sure if you go back in your life and you think about your times in school, you would either have been a bully or you would have been bullying or being bullied. Which were you? I myself was bullied. My name was ridiculed and I was constantly picked on for my initials. I didn't like it, I hated it, but I learned to live with it. I was all the more stimulated to prove that I was not a victim by ignoring it. The ultimate thing was that the nicknames became a real nickname. And even today, if I was to meet one of those school friends, they would still call me by that nickname. And I don't mind. You see, it's all a state of mind, and a state of mind creates a state of emotions. 
So if your child is being bullied at um, home or at school, and I say at home because they're brothers and sisters who bully their younger siblings, you must make a point of pointing out just what it's like to be on the receiving end of being bullied or being gossiped about. Once I deliberately pushed one of my children into a situation where he was being bullied by other kids, not because I wanted him to be bullied, but because he was a bully. Once he found out how nasty it was, he stopped. It was only a simple thing. We all ganged up on him about how many biscuits he had eaten in the biscuit tin. It seemed like it was the end of the world because we all said he was the pig and he was eating them all up. Of course, he cried and afterwards I said, you're not really. We're just trying to tell you how you sound when you're bullying the other kids. The point went home. He never bullied again. Of course, he was only two and a half then. But you know, those years are the important years. Those are when we learn to either integrate or separate. If we're bullies, we tend to separate because underneath we're very insecure and unstable. If we are being bullied, we're usually stronger and those that bully us see that and are afraid of the strength that we carry. So take a deep breath and stop and think about yourself today. Do you want to be gossiped about? Or do you want to gossip about others? Do you want to tell stories about other people? Or do you want people to tell stories about you? Well, of course, I'm sure you'd like to be the center of attention in many people's lives. And that means you want to be loving, nurturing, sharing, supportive, kind, and most importantly, independent. And so when you meet someone who wants to spill the beans about someone that you know or don't know, try and stop them with kind words, with love and appreciation of who they are. You know, I've often stopped a story mid-sentence by saying something simply like, that's very interesting, but I really don't have time to chat about that. How are you? I hear you've had such and such. Again, I'm using hearsay. Oh, did you? I didn't hear. I didn't tell anyone, they reply. Oh, no, I was just feeling it, sensing it from your spirit guides. Oh, really? You mean you can hear my spirit guides? Well, yes, of course. I'm psychic. <laughs> well, that stops them and immediately makes them think about the fact that, oh, so I can be read on many levels, not just gossip, not just hearsay, but from spirit to spirit, heart to heart, mind to mind, soul to soul. Yes, we can all read one another. We can read the auric emanation. We can read our intuitive self in other people. We can be instinctual and just know when someone's upset and sad or happy and full of joy. And we can know when someone's telling us a lie versus telling us the truth. So, my advice to you now from now on is don't join the club of being a gossip monger or of taking hearsay and passing it along. 
You know there's that game, you start with fish and chips and it ends up with something else. Don't be part of that. Seek the truth. Share the truth. Enjoy laughter and song, happiness. Don't get into sad misery, pain and suffering. Don't be like the witchcraft hunting years, walking around in terror that every person you meet is going to be gossiping about you, carrying on stories about you in hearsay, or on the other side of the fence, don't believe everything you hear on TV, on radio, by letter, by word of mouth or computer. Listen to your instinct, listen to your intuition and be sure that you know the facts before you pass on any news. Well, I've been talking about gossip and hearsay today, but I'd like you to also know that your spirit guides are connected to the oneness. And so if you cannot get to the bottom of truth, all you have to do is sit down quietly and meditate and contemplate seeking truth. And in the inner silence and wisdom of your being will come a small voice, probably sounding like your own, that will say to you a simple yes or no. Meaning, yes it's true, or no it's not. You don't need the details. You don't need to know when, where, how, why, what for. You don't need the padding. All you need is a simple, yes, it's true, or no, it's not. And then, when you have the answer, adapt accordingly. If it's yes, it's true, maybe it does call for you to approach the person concerned and help them. And if it's not true, help them go on with their life without being the major center of gossip and hearsay. Be the kind advisor Be the kind supporter and help them move on away from such nonsense. If you're the bully, stop and ask yourself, how would you like it if everyone was gossiping about you, talking about you, downgrading you in the eyes of everyone else? How would you feel? I'm sure you wouldn't like it. So take a deep breath and say to yourself, I will not bully myself, my children, my family, my friends or my associates. And I will certainly not allow myself to be bullied either, for I will walk away from such uh, situations and find myself new friends, new acquaintances, new work, whatever it is that you need to put yourself in a comfort zone. On this note, of course, I have to end the show. I would like to remind you yet again that if you have a question that you really need help with, write to me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com. And if you're suffering, download my healing meditation from drmargaretrvc.com. And that way you can find me on Gmail or on my website, drmargaretrvc.com or my other website www.sumaricenter.com and if you like my books please order them, enjoy them and give me a review 
because I just love to know what you think about the written work. So be happy, be safe, and of course, trust your instinct. Bye.